Good morning, Dr. Gary here on the road. We are dental practice brokers nationwide. Today's topic is, let's call this case study. When the real estate value and or cost to build a dental office far exceeds the gross income and value of the dental office. What do you do? We've talked about this before, but you know, each instant has, or each circumstance has uh, peculiar and unique uh, characteristics of it. So we're gonna get into this, what we think the best to do in these situations. As you know, we're now in 28 states. We just opened up Ohio. We have 10 employees. And we're now available to you from 8 a.m. in the morning until 9 p.m. in the evening every day, except Christmas and Easter. We will pick up the phone. Not only will we pick up the phone for new buyers and sellers, the ongoing deals that we have, and usually quite a few of them, we're able to uh, facilitate the deals by staying in contact, by moving the deal forward. And that's one of the things we do. We watch all moving parts, and we, since we're in the middle, we could stay in touch with attorneys on both sides, buyers and sellers on both sides, uh, everything. We could be the middle person. Now, secondly, the information you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It's not legal or business advice. Our phone number is 201 0935 our website is nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com or dentalpracticeguide.com. You can find some useful information there. Now, if you're thinking about selling to a uh, DSO, we can help you there because often they will pay our commission, so there'll be no commission to you. We pick and choose who we think the best DSOs are because they change all the time. The, the internal workings, the management, everything changes. One DSO in year 22 may not be the same DSO in 23. That is uh, what the requirements are, their uh, minimum EBITDA, number of operatories they're looking for. Things change, so we keep up with those changes. But more so, we want the best for you. We get the same commission from them all, so it doesn't matter. So we want you to be in the best possible situation. Uh, also, if you work with us often, based on certain criteria, we can get your legal fees reimbursed upon successful closing. So you may want to take advantage of that. So stay in touch with us about that. Anyway, and appraisals, if you need an appraisal, uh, give us a call. We can help you with that an appraisal. So what, what do we have here? So today's situation is we have two of them, a home office, really nice area. Home's worth about 875,000. And it's a home office. Now it has rental income. The doctor doesn't live there. So he's getting a few thousand dollars a month for rental income. Uh, so that's something positive. But the home is worth like 875. Practice is grossing like nothing. Practice is a couple of operatories on the ground floor, grossing like 160, 150. It doesn't gross a lot of money. Now, under normal circumstances, you would say, now wait a minute. And of course, you've got to be aware of all the uh, 
regulations with towns and living in a home office. You have to live there. And you got to check that. There's certain variances or grandfather clause and you have to, your attorney will check that. But assuming you could buy the building and not live there, just have a tenant in there, uh, or unless you want to live there, um, that's a tough one. All right. But you, you analyze the, uh, the taxes and on the building, the taxes weren't that high on this piece of real estate that's worth eight seventy-five. It's under ten thousand, I think. So um, there's a possibility there that, that might meet your criteria. And with the increased income of the uh, rental, maybe it would make sense for you if you wanted to buy a home and have your own. Uh, and the location's great. The parking's great. Well, this is a possibility. But what you do is you put something like this. We put it on the market. Market advertise it. And we don't think we're getting anywhere. We'll tell the doctor right ahead of time. Sell the records. Get out. Sell it as a professional, uh, you know, professional home office, and uh, see what happens there. And sell it to any professional, or you just sell it as a, uh, uh, you know, as a home, private home, and uh, somebody will just knock it. Uh, renovate the basement or the ground floor where the uh, dental office is. Second one we have, um, someone did a build-out, cost them about 800000 for the build-out. Gorgeous build-out. Um, really, really nice build-out. It was expensive. And that's how much, you know, recently, how, in fact, after the uh, pandemic, the, sh the prices went way up with inflation and everything. So something has to happen. Uh, uh, it, it's going to happen with inflation. The cost of a dental office build out is very expensive. Now, I know the banks are doing up to $650,000 for a new build out now, nothing down. But, you know, you have this situation that's kind of a risky. Uh, you build this beautiful office, you have a big note, and you're paying rent, you have no patience. I don't know, that's a risk uh, you may not want to undertake. Whereas if you buy an existing office, you close the deal on Tuesday, you work on Wednesday. So, I mean, that that's working out. Uh, so we have a situation now, you have a build out that was about 820, something like that. Practice grossing about 405,000. So you got a, a gross that's one half the saw one half the cost of the build of the build out. I mean now the buy the seller still owes money and there's a lot of money on that eight hundred twenty five thousand dollar build out. A lot of money, far more than the uh, practice is going to be worth from a cash flow situation. On the other hand, the build out's finished, and that's what it costs to do the build out. It would probably cost the same or more now. You know, you're talking about a few thousand feet. You got six operatories, great location, move-in condition, like four years, three, four years old. So if somebody wanted to build, this would be a far better situation for you because you have in-house patients. And I think it's in an area that can grow rapidly. Uh, the only reason they're not busier is because they have several other offices and this one they can't man due to, due to staffing. So... I mean, that may be worth a shot, but you got a dilemma there. So the seller, if she can't, if the seller can't find somebody and, and the seller's not going to take a loss because they owe the money on the, um, on the build out, can't take a loss. They don't have that money to spend. So, and the bank's not going to take a big discount on that. So what do you do? Well, 
the buyer has, the seller has to stick it out until the loan is paid down or they produce a lot more money, or the buyer takes a leap of faith and doesn't buy the practice based on cash flow, but based, but buys the practice because it's a great location. It's a beautiful build out. They were ready to do a build out themselves. So under those circumstances, you can't look at cash flow. You've got to look at the facility. And if you were thinking about building a facility, well, you're getting one at a discount and uh, you take it from there. Um, obviously, the, I think the buyer had put some money down on it. So it you know, brought the cost down a little bit uh, to, you know, when it comes down now, if they have to resell everything. Uh, so the buyer is still taking kind of a loss and has paid down the note for the last couple of years. So you'll be getting sort of a bargain there. But it's it's a tough situation. The buyer's not going to sell is not going to uh, sell it until they can pay off their bank note. And uh, is it worth it to you? You got to analyze the situation. You're getting a brand new walk-in facility in an outstanding area in a growth uh, part of town in one of the best areas of town with high number of new patients. The seller simply can't manage it. Can't get enough you know clients. Can't get enough uh, employees to get in there. So you now have a situation where uh, you may want to take a chance on it. And I think it's a chance worth taking that you're going to overpay, if you want to call it, from a cash flow point of view for the dental practice that's only grossing 400 something. But you're going to make the money back. Simple as that. You're going to make the money back. When you buy a building, when you buy a practice, uh, this default rate is so little. This is my opinion, of course. You have to speak to your professionals. But the default of a dental practice is so little. It's usually because of uh, the doctor got involved in drugs or alcohol or did something foolish like taking a PPO practice and overnight, firing the staff overnight, trying to change it to a fee-for-service. It just doesn't work that well. You can eventually do that and slowly. You should never fire the staff and not initially. Um, but anyway... That's kind of what you have here, and this is a case scenario, and it's these things happen all the time, and each case is different. Every situation is different. Every deal is different. Has to be. You have to analyze it, and you've got to work with the bank that's going to say, work with the bank that's going to work. That's going to say, we'll take a chance on this. All right, and not all the banks will. That's why you need a dental bank. All right, great uh, seeing you guys and talking to you today. It is in New Jersey. We got about 33 degrees. It's gray. It's cold. I wish I was in Florida right now. Hopefully this year by next time we'll be broadcasting from there, at least for a couple of the winter months. I'm um, going for a swim and a workout. and should have a great time. Uh, we have some new uh, case studies coming up soon on the next uh uh, YouTube. So stay tuned to that. We're excited to share this with you and give you live information day by day. Uh, and it should work out well. Uh, so please stay tuned and we will be in touch with you. All right. Thank you. Bye now.